Our guest today is Patrick McNulty. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Patrick. Okay, well, I, um, I'm Canadian. <laughs> Grew up in Canada. I was in a screenwriter for a bunch of years. I worked with DreamWorks. Uh, had some scripts go there, yeah. and then uh, decided to do uh, more of the books, book side. I uh, published my first book in 2009 with Kunati Press. It was called uh, Sleepers Awake. At that time, I was in the Canadian Army as a medic, and then I left the Army to uh, become a policeman. So now I'm a policeman. And since publishing... Yeah, so since publishing that first book, I've published about 15 or 16 other books by myself, like independently published. Yeah. So how are you finding being a policeman? It's challenging. It's uh, <laughs> it's rewarding, but it's also it's also challenging. Uh, I enjoy it. I like helping people. So that's where I come that, in. Do you find that helps with the writing as well? Oh, yeah, there's lots of good stories. Uh, I come with the job. There's lots of excitement, um, and you know, there's lots of downtime too. So you can you can always jot something down on your phone and and pick it up later. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your books. Well, the the latest three books I have. Uh, I've always been a huge fan of horror, so uh, the last three books that I've uh, published have been in my Monsters and Mayhem collection. Uh, the first one, uh, A Dark Breed, was based on. Uh, a screenplay that I wrote a couple of years ago. Uh, the the second one also, Avernus Island, about a family that inherits a cursed island, is another uh, screenplay. And uh, the third one, God of the Dead, the latest one that just came out, is uh, is about a, a young woman that's forcibly possessed by an evil corporation, and uh, she brings about the end of the world. But um, but yeah. I've always been a huge fan of horror, and uh, I like when it's the horror is based with like real people, real families, real real friends. So there's not a lot of like superheroes. There's not a lot of uh, anybody that's got special powers in my books. They're always you know trying to keep it as grounded and realistic as possible. Yeah. So is that what inspired you to write horror? Because it's something that you really enjoyed anyway. Oh yeah, I mean horror has always been my huge, my biggest go-to genre. I mean the OGs like Stephen King and Clive Barker and Dean Koontz have always been a standard <clears throat> with me. But, um, but yeah, I've always wanted to write horror. I've always w loved horror movies, horror podcasts, or <laughs> everything really. Yeah, even my mugs. <laughs> <laughs> So can you tell us about the first horror story that you ever wrote? Uh, the first horror story I ever write, remember writing was in, in back in high school, which was about a million years ago. But uh, that character, his name was Bishop Kane, and he was more of a supernatural bounty hunter. And he stayed with me for for years. And he was actually ended up being the subject of my first published book, Sleepers Awake where uh, the Bishop Kane uh, had to chase down his daughter, his own daughter, to, yeah. to kill her, because she had turned into something less than holy. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my first story. 
Fantastic. Are you are you going to bring him into any of your books in the future? I don't know. I mean, he's part of a different universe. Uh, I have another book that also shares that universe. It's called The Bloodsinger. Uh, and that's the Ministry of the Wraith universe. I, I might go back to that. I do enjoy that world. But again, it's it's more like um, supernatural superheroes instead of instead of real people. So it's got its own merits, but I'm not sure. We'll see, hopefully. But the series that I'm doing working on now is going well, so I'm going to stay with that for a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how do you come up with the stories? Um, it's, it's basically a big mix of everyday life, uh, my job, reading stuff in the paper, you know, different ideas that pop into my head all of a sudden, like... It comes from anywhere, really, and I just try to keep them all in like a file on my phone, just in case you know something else pops up. And uh, if an idea has legs, I can move it along, and and I can if I can see the end, and I can you know picture at least some skeletons or bones, if you will, like of the story, yeah. then I can make that connection, and then then that's the story I'll keep for sure. Brilliant. So do you find any aspect of writing challenging at all? Uh, challenging? Uh, not getting enough time to write. I have uh, three kids. I'm married, so I have a full-time job. So it's it's difficult to carve out some time to write. And uh, I do a lot of other uh, promotion stuff for other, other writers, trying to help them. And I mean, it's just trying to fill the days and get as enough as much writing in as possible is, is a challenge but uh, the actual writing i don't usually have writer's block i don't usually struggle for ideas <clears throat> ideas or anything like that so yeah. other than that so what is what's the other thing that you do for the other authors um i run a contest it's a monthly flash fiction contest <clears throat> where all at uh, top five stories of every month will be published in an, in an anthology next year and all the proceeds will go to Jillian's house which is a local women's shelter in my area and um, what, I, what I did was basically I, I tried to have a showcase for authors that might not have as much promotion even money or publicity that that they deserve like you know these people are, are great authors and they're they're very, very creative and they want a voice and they want to be seen. So I, I allow that to happen. I, you know, I give them a little bit of help anyway. I put them on my website and uh, they have a spot there and I post them as much as possible on Facebook and Instagram and things yeah. like that. So <laughs> trying to promote them as much as possible. That's the kind thing to do in helping others. Especially in this yeah, like community, it's quite hard, isn't it, to get out there? Well, yeah, I mean, I found I, I'm new to Facebook this year. I, like I just started, you know, really getting into Facebook and Instagram this year. And I found some really great communities like the Books of Horror group is really good on Facebook. And there's a ton of like really creative, really good people that are willing to help and willing to, you know, do what they can to make sure everybody like rises together. And that's, and that's the whole thing. Like there's so many readers out there that we shouldn't be in competition with each other and we shouldn't worry about, you know, you know, I get more clicks than you or, or whatever, but I mean, just trying to help each other and try to promote each other. And that's what I try to foster as much as possible. 
Yeah, I have seen a lot of authors do help each other in the horror community. Um, they're always mm-hmm. sharing each other's works and being arc readers for other authors as well. So it is a very helpful community. Oh, for sure. I mean, I definitely wouldn't have the success that I have now if it wasn't for the people in these groups, like these super fans, these readers, these whale readers that just go through my entire catalog and and give me pointers and notes. And it's amazing. It truly is a gift for sure. So have you ever scared yourself with anything that you've written? (laughs) Uh, I don't think I've scared myself. I've, uh, my mind tends to, uh, make things like I wish I could write down what's in my mind sometimes because that's sometimes way scarier than what I actually put on the page. But uh, but no, I don't think I've ever scared myself with my own writing. That's for sure. Do Maybe your, how bad it is sometimes. <laughs> do your colleagues know what you do? Uh, some of them do. Uh, it's, <clears throat> some of them, I mean, they, they could care less, I, I assume. Like, it, it's just, it's just one of those things. Like, if you're a writer, you're a writer. And that's, it doesn't really matter what your day job is. But, uh, but do you, yeah. Do you I scare mean, your colleagues with I, some of the things you write? <laughs> um, sometimes. Sometimes I do. I mean, uh, there's not, <clears throat> it's hard to find people that actually <clears throat> love reading horror in, in my line of work. They they tend to not be uh, a big reading group, but uh <clears throat> but the ones that do uh tend to tend to like what i put up so that's good <laughs> that's good okay so how is how important is the research phase when you're working on a new horror story it depends what the story is um my second book avernus island it dealt with uh, a leper colony like in in fact a leper colony off the coast of british columbia and that was all real and that really blew me away and, and i tried to get as much details in there that I could without, you know, the story sacrificed. But um, but it depends on the story. Like God of the Dead, it was about policemen, so I didn't really have to do too much research about that. Uh, the Dark Breed was uh, a family in a, in a cottage in the middle of the woods. So it was mostly just isolation horror. But uh, But yeah, I mean, it depends on the story for sure. Yeah. So... What horror authors have inspired your work? I would say that growing up, I always wanted to be uh, <laughs> Clive Barker. I always wanted, I love the book Thief of Always. I thought that was one of his, his best books. And I um, I liked, obviously, Stephen King, his earlier stuff, for sure. And Dean Koontz. I mean, just the way these guys can have you disappear into their stories and and just totally enthralled i just wanted to be able to do that for sure how about any is there any sort of like new new authors that have sort of like inspired your work as well oh for sure there's there's a ton of new ones um jeff strand is a is a favorite i i really enjoy his work i mean he his writing is so clean and so effortless it's it's, it's ridiculous um, there's a bunch of, of new guys coming out like Ben Young is really good uh, Joseph Sackett he's he's crushed four books in the last few months and I mean he's he's well on his way to being uh, a major player in the in the, the horror community uh, who else 
a feel for Cassie. Uh, he's he's been around for a while, but he's he's really good. Jeez, there's there's really so many to mention. Phil Baker, another another great one. But um, but yeah, yeah, it's amazing how many great new writers there are. Like every day, I get new entries to the contest, and I'm just blown away. There's a father and son team that came first and second last month. Uh, uh, the Barnard brothers, the Barnard father and son team, Stephen Barnard and his son, and they're amazing. They're 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 definitely major players. Yeah. So how do you how do you pick their stories? Do you go sort of like go on what sort of things do you look for in the story? Well, I love stories that start quick. I, I'm not I don't really enjoy the slow burn type of story. I came I came from a screenwriting background, so I'm I'm really into having a story open fast and keep moving and really don't stop until the end. And I, I like to keep that going with the short chapters and the short little cliffhangers and stuff like that. And uh, if it doesn't have that, then I, I move on to the next story. I, I want that story to be as fast as possible so people don't get bored and don't lose interest and just want to keep keep reading. Yeah, so that's probably the best way sometimes isn't it when it starts fast if, especially if you've got a lot of stories in one book oh for sure for sure okay so have you got any memorable reactions from readers that stand out to you yeah yeah like i mean when i i first wrote a dark breed i put it out and it was a really rough draft and i would never do this now but i put it out on uh, a books, the Books of Horror Facebook group, which you're not allowed to do anymore. <laughs> they made a new group for that. But uh, at the time, I, I was new and I didn't really know. And I asked for people to give me responses, give me some notes on the book. And and through that post, I've met some of my like biggest fans now, like Lee Kenny, Sammy Dyer. I mean, all these people that are just every day... Um, posting about me or, or, or liking my posts and and just propelling me you know into yeah more and more success and and just you know these are some amazing amazing people and, and they've given me some huge uh, support and great reviews and great quotes fantastic so have you got any upcoming projects or releases that you're excited about yeah i'm, I'm, I'm currently halfway through book four <laughs> doesn't really have a title yet but um but i'm excited about it it's uh it's a little bit it's different than the last three uh but it, it still moves fast and uh and i'm really i'm really excited it should be out before christmas fantastic i wish you the best of luck with that <laughs> thank you okay, so how do you think the horror genre is going to evolve over the next few years hmm. um, I've seen it take a bunch of turns. I mean, they, they have definitely expanded through what, what was around when I was younger, definitely, when I was reading in high school. I mean, it was horror, and then it... Uh, but now there's, like, splatterpunk, and there's there's extreme horror, and there's, you know, all sorts of different little niche genres, which I think is amazing, because all these people have their own... They could be a superstar in their own little niche and 
and that's 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 great because people that like splatterpunk aren't going to read stephen king and people that read stephen king might not like splatterpunk so all that stuff and and i hope it keeps evolving i hope it keeps you know keeps growing and you know so everyone has their own almost tailor-made horror genre yeah is there any particular genre? Is there any particular subgenre that you wouldn't entertain writing? That I would not entertain. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm not uh, a big um, extreme horror fan. I, you know, books like, or sorry, like movies like Saw and and things like that. Like I enjoy those movies, but I I don't know if I would, I would find myself writing in that genre. But I, I like I tend to like the more um I guess you'd call it old school horror. Yeah. That's fine. I mean everybody's everybody likes their own different genres, don't they? Um a lot of people like all oh, yeah. <laughs> So what advice would you give to aspiring horror writers? I would say uh you know, if you have a piece that you, you want to get out there, I mean, get it out there, but get it on Wattpad, get it on these little apps and sites that you can, you can, you can put it up for free and, and get some uh, responses, get some, get some action. Cause if you just hide or hide it in, in your computer and no one gets to see it, I mean, you could be missing out on a lot of fans, you know, a lot of success. And I know some people are a little bit nervous about putting themselves out there and it, it's a big and it's a big thing. You put yourself out there and immediately, you know, you're open to criticism. You're open to negative reviews and everyone gets them. And it's not fun, no matter who you are. <laughs> but um, I would say just be brave and, and get it out there and let's see what you got. For sure. I think the trick is not to take the reviews to heart, isn't it? It's sort of like to kind of, if the, if the reviews are sort of like have good advice in them and they're not nasty then obviously you can take those on board but obviously don't take them to heart yeah yeah i mean i <laughs> i try not to read the reviews i mean as much as i don't want to read them i end up reading them anyway and and i mean most of them are, are favorable most of them are, are okay but it's like you always remember the negative ones which is horrible but you, you do and and you're right you you really have to try not to take them to heart you try not to you know dwell on them <laughs> definitely don't respond to them <laughs> but um but, but yeah it, it is it is hard and it's just the way the way it is i mean without those people buying your book or reading your book you don't have a career so i mean you you have to take the good with the bad and hopefully it's just more good yeah <laughs> well thank you very much for coming on the show patrick it's been lovely having you here is there anything oh, thank you very much i really appreciate it you're welcome is there anything you want to add no this has been great thanks very much you're very welcome